I'm ready. Okay, here we go. All right, welcome to Emily's Jack podcast. <laughs> Emily's Jacked? Emily's Emily's Jack podcast. Uh yeah, I mean I have been working out lately. Yeah, I didn't know no, I'm no, jacked, no. I know I that. Appreciate the compliment. I know you're jacked and I'm not I, I wouldn't want to take that away from you, but <laughs> <laughs> That's not the name. The name of the podcast is Emily's Jack, like Ruth's I don't, Chris. I don't get it. Okay. Like, <laughs> Ruth's Chris has a steakhouse, and Emily's Jack has a podcast. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, I think sure. this one is good and is going to stick. Yeah, I honestly, I every time we record, I forget that we still don't have a name, and I it's not until we start recording that I remember that we don't have a name. Yeah, and you're just devastated. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh my god, how we still come up with a name? Yeah, like the sixth episode. We have a fucking ten hour award show, but we don't have. Yeah, a yeah. So we just I'm... like to do things in different order on this podcast. We do things a little different a little on different. Emily's Jack podcast. <laughs> Jack. So. <laughs> Yeah, I you know I, I'm still a little hungover. I think from the Jemmys, which was such oh, a oh wow yeah it, it was it was such a emotionally draining experience. Um, celebrating the best of 2022, we're in a whole new year now. 2023. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, everybody! One weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's been one week since the start of the year. It's been one week since the start of the year. And, yeah. A lot <laughs> changed. Um, not really. But it's a new year, fresh beginnings, fresh episode. Right. New decided... name. What was that? New name for the podcast. That's right. That's right. We have turned a corner and are embracing a, a brave new world with a new title and a very special episode. I mean, every episode of Emily's Jack podcast is, is special, but but this one uh, is about a topic that is near and dear to our hearts, and that topic is singing. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like singing? What can we say? We like singing. <laughs> we like singers. We like the act of singing, and I like listening to singing. Yeah. I like everything about it. Yeah, yeah. that's probably why you just sing all day long when you're like <laughs> doing all your household chores and stuff. Yeah. 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 I'm always, I'm, I've always got a little skip of my step and a, a, a little song in my heart. <laughs> That's and cute. usually it's a Bette Midler song, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> name yeah. three Bette Midler songs. I can't, I can't name one actually. Really? No. I what mean, about might... Hero? Or whatever hero? it's called. Is that a Hero called? Lies in You. No. Okay. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Oh. 
You're everything. Oh, is it Wind Beneath My Wings? Is that what it's called? Because you are the wind beneath my wings. Yeah, I, I think that is a Bette Midler tune. You know, I think a lot of people have done it, but it seems like yeah. very Midler-ish. It seems oh, yeah, like, it's called yeah. Wit and Wind Beneath My Wings. I guess it was in Beaches, so there you go. Okay, yeah, which she is in. Is Tom Waits in that movie? Am I thinking of another movie? In Beaches? Yeah, what is, wait, what, what is Beaches? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just remember, I've never seen it, but I remember it was on, like, I Love the 80s. Mm. And people were joking it should have been called Bitches. <laughs> I don't know if that was just a sexist joke. They beat me to like... it. I was going to find a way to work that into here. <laughs> oh, no here we go. To, to Bette Midler, but... A privileged, rich debutante and a cynical, struggling entertainer share a turbulent but strong childhood friendship over the years. Dude, who is who is the the cynical entertainer? Is it Tom Waits? Uh, um, Barbara Hershey and Bette Midler. Oh, it's two women. Okay, so yeah, hence the bitches. The bitches, yeah. Okay. Barbara so. Hershey, who was married to our favorite Ringo Starr. Really? I'm pretty sure. She was like hot. Ringo always had like great wives. Yeah. <laughs> he great. Was always... Is that your definition of a great wife? Is just a hot wife? Uh... <laughs> 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 I mean, that's that was that was Ringo's definition. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. I don't think she was married to Ringo Star. My definition of a great wife is you. Oh it, yay! It's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see anything about Ringo and Barbara. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, they. Oh my gosh! No, she's married to. He's married to Barbara Bach. Shit! A whole different Barbara. <laughs> yeah, it's a different Barbara. <laughs> Who's Barbara Hershey? Mm. Uh, she's the nepo baby she was the daughter of the chocolate man she's married to steven douglas oh yeah the uh the, the guy who got fucking whomped by abraham lincoln she was married him for one year i don't even know who that is i don't know i don't know who this okay is. yes yeah 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 we're we're getting we're getting way oh. off track here she was in black swan whoa really yeah okay is one of the one of the instructors okay well next week we're going to do the barbara hershey sewed yeah um, and between now and then i'm going to do a lot of research and i'll have a lot to say cool um yeah yeah it'll it's the obviously the most anticipated episode of the emily's jack podcast yeah. of the <laughs> year yeah yeah um, we should uh we should get into it though man people people are waiting that's right. That's right. They're they're tired of hearing us talk about beaches. Yeah, we're so we said we're talking about singing specifically. Well, I shouldn't say specifically, but we're, we want to talk a, a bit about uh, this Rolling Stones list of the 200 greatest singers of all time. Mm-hmm. A very controversial. They made quite a stir. Yes. Intentionally, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any time a publication I mean, it's... makes any list about anything, that's that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. They're never gonna please 
can't please everybody, you know. Can't please everybody. Um, and then I think you know a publication like Rolling Stone, which is in the in the twilight years of its <laughs> of its existence, <laughs> they're gonna do things to to stay relevant, and they're gonna try to piss people off. Um, they're gonna try to piss Justin Bieber fans off. <laughs> yeah, mortified that their their guy was not on the list of the top 200 how of dare time. they yeah they put this old guy like bob bob dylan on there but like <laughs> where's justin <laughs> okay but bob dylan is very controversial right right as far as singing goes i love um i don't know how we really want to do this episode i mean there's so <laughs> much you can help <laughs> into here there's a yeah, lot to but, unpack but but I just, I just love how Bob Dylan's voice can just be a sticking point for people for yeah, sixty totally. years. Yeah. Um, ever, ever since he started, you know, um, the question of if his voice is never mind good, if it's like even tolerable, I feel like it's been uh, has been an open, an open thing. So yeah. Um. Well, I guess I should say so with this list because it's like how do you uh, how do you rank the best singers of all time? Like we're going off of like vocal quality or like how iconic they are or how influential their music has been. Right. Um and they they have a little intro and they say uh it's not the greatest voices list. It's the greatest singers list. Yes. And they said, uh, you know, some people are born with great voices. Others have weirder voices, rougher voices. Um, but they said what, what matters to us was originality influence, the depth of an artist's catalog and the breadth of their musical legacy. Yeah, I think that distinction is import- important um, between, however they they say, great vocals mm-hmm. and being a great singer. Um, at least when you're talking about rock music, uh, I'm not interested in who's going to win like a singing competition. Uh, I'm interested in feeling something. God damn it! Um, that's that's what I'm looking for in music um and i think there's some singers who have untrained voices who can get me there and then there are some singers who are just technically brilliant who can get me there too and vice versa i mean there's some people who um like me i I have a terrible singing voice and i can't make people feel anything with it um just (laughs) i think there's people there's people who have um very uh what, what dexterous and versatile voices, but who um, maybe I don't want to say they don't know, don't know how to use them. Maybe the material is lesser. Uh, maybe they just don't have enough soul. Mm. Um, I don't think singing is a cut and dry thing. Just as music isn't a cut and dry thing. Yeah, I I'm much more interested in. I'd rather listen to an artist that uh, has interesting music and that has an original voice or something interesting about their voice or somebody who's like really passionate about what they're singing 
over somebody who's like technically extremely gifted, but are maybe just not very interesting. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what's tricky about this list because yeah. it's just like how how do you rank that? Because you're gonna have people on the list who like have great voices, like right. who are just like technically very gifted. Like you can't leave those people out. I mean, the quality of the voice has to amount to something. That's why I just think this whole project is just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I, just, I just think it's impossible to rank these people. Well, all lists are like that. That that the British oh, Film good. Institute, like sight and sound list of the hundred best movies, which was like a compilation of a bunch of critic lists. I mean, I feel like that's as good as it gets in terms of like you know, you draw from like thousands of experts and uh, you, you compile a list that is um, just, just clearly like accounts for like all aspects of like film history. But even that uh, is, is unsatisfying um, because, because lists are just so fucking artificial. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know of like a better way of saying it. Like a lot of this stuff, like you just can't rank, man uh it's 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 art like you can't quantify it like leave that to the bean counter right man. that's capitalist shit like we're talking about the spirit here uh yeah it's like you know comparing apples to oranges like how do you rank all the fruits you can just say like apples oh, the best i like this fruit more than that fruit bananas but that's... are the worst <laughs> but you're like trying to come up with like this objective list that's supposed to like appeal to the masses right. it's like compiled by like right multiple people who come to some consensus it's like it just it seems kind of ridiculous like how do you compare like Kelly Clarkson to Bob Dylan you know <laughs> just like completely different things going on it's like okay who has like objectively a, a better voice like you know more command over their voice and i feel like you're baiting you're baiting me now even more than the rolling stone list i'm not trying to <laughs> <laughs> but then you look at like who has like a bigger cultural influence you know it's, but then how do you try to like rank those people on something like this i'll be i'll be honest um and i didn't look at the whole list i didn't want to spoil it all for the episode but we were guessing the other day who the top 10 would be you were that top 10 uh feels pretty right to me i don't know it's it's i think it's hard to dispute their choices there i think they 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 found that kind of perfect golden mean they found 10 singers who are distinctive and um just like emotionally engaging and who sing with soul uh and originality but who are also just um like masterful vocalists who just clearly have like perfect pitch and can find like any note that you ask for who can hit highs and lows that most mortals can only dream about. Um, So I wasn't dissatisfied with that part 
of Rolling Stones. Yeah, was. I mean, I think that that's easier to come to a consensus on of like, yeah, the top, you know, top ten or whatever. So greatest singers of all time. So number but one on the when you get to like one fifty compared to two hundred yeah. or. The also rans like Bob Seger and Ariana Grande or whatever. Right, um, like how do you compare Bob Seger and Ariana Grande? Dude, I'll compare them all fucking day. One of them rules and one of them sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but pull somebody else; they'll have a different opinion. Oh, I did want to ask. I'm not you, saying what, I'm not implying me. I'm just. You know, when do you think Bob Seger's so- estate is going to like come at us with like a cease and desist order? What episode do you think that will be? Um, never, because we're promoting him. That's what it's I like to think. Coming from a place of love. Right. So. We, yeah, yeah. We love his music. We love the great state of Michigan where he hails from. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, fingers crossed. Um, but I wanted to say that, yeah, the, the first singer on, on the Rolling Stones list is, is Aretha Franklin, which just seems like. Yeah. That just seems like that's okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Can we you all know? agree? You know, I mean, she's got it all. Right. Because, it, like, uh, technically, her voice is incredible. So mm-hmm. gifted. And her voice is just beautiful and amazing. Right. And it's distinct, too. It's her own thing. It's like. And it's, then, like, culturally, she's had, like, an enormous impact. If somebody. You know, just the, the often imitated, never duplicated thing. Yes. So many people tried to do what she did, and they right. just can't. If if she just existed in a vacuum, um, and and it was just like her recordings and live performances that somehow like the world didn't know about them, you just discovered them. You would be like, "Holy fucking shit, this is a great singer!" And then the fact that she has just had such an unbelievable influence on people in her time and and even now, yeah, just just changing the game. I think, uh, and re- honestly, just raising the bar. <laughs> you know, you, you even look at soul singing. I mean, you got Sam Cooke before her. You got Ray Charles before her. These are great singers. Um, but kind of that that melding she does of like the pop thing, the rock thing, the soul thing, the gospel thing. Um, that thing is just like so innovative and has been like the thing that, thousands of singers have done since that point so yeah it's like an incalculable influence and yeah i was gonna say it's like if, if you ask somebody to rank like you know the greatest party foods of all time anybody who <laughs> you know and it was like if if the consensus was something other than like pizza you would be like what the what is this mean you know like like sushi no man it's got to be pizza and it's got to be aretha <laughs> that's what i said <laughs> Aretha is pizza. Aretha is pizza. There you go. Yeah, I think something that that makes her so special is that her voice is so powerful, but it sounds so effortless. And there's so many singers since her who have tried to like do what she does. Like I think about like Christina Aguilera comes to mind. Um you know pop singer but who tries to like sing soulfully and she's always like scraping the pot and like singing with her eyes closed and like waving her hand around and like doing the diva thing um i think christina aguilera has an incredible voice i think she's very talented 
But she always sounds like she's like putting so much effort into it. She's kind of like screaming right. all the time. Right. Like in order to like be powerful, she has to like really try hard. Aretha, yeah, Aretha just like just has so much power, mm-hmm. but it always just sounds like she's just she's just singing. She's, she's a just natural doing her woman. Thing. Yeah, she's a natural way. It feels like um, her voice. I mean, I think this is the thing about good soul music. It's that the voice like comes from somewhere within. It comes from your emotion. It comes comes from your soul, if you will. (laughs) And it's not just like, okay, I'm I'm trying to like do use all my tricks that Mm -hmm. I know with like my vocal coaching to like. Make my voice like as as strong as it can be. Well, I think that's just it, right? So Aretha rewrites the book of like soul singing in the 60s and 70s. And many people have studied it and kind of know what the affectations are. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between doing them and sort of embodying them. Yes. And feeling yeah. them. Yeah. And I mean, that's why she's the greatest. Yeah. Um and the music's just so good. It's so timeless. That helps. That definitely helps. I mean, like, Respect is one of those songs where I've heard it, I, I can't tell you how many times. Like, yeah, probably thousands? more than, like, five other songs. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Right. And not that, like, I want to hear it all the time. But, like, it still sounds great. When it comes on, I'm not like, oh, God, this fucking song again. <laughs> you know? Like, it's just... It still sounds fresh. Right. Um, yeah, a lot of her music is like that. In her heyday, this is, again, not to take away from her at all. I think this is true of all the greats. She had incredible collaborators. She had people who knew how to take that talent and, like, elevate it. Uh, just, like, the Muscle Shoals rhythm section, just, like, the sound of those records, the production on those records is so good. The other singers on... Like something like, um, you know, like Ain't No Way, you know? I was just thinking about that song. Right. <laughs> but anyway, for a different point, but finish your oh, point. Oh, cool, cool. That, that, was, that was all my point was, though, basically. <laughs> like, you know, if you isolated the vocal track on that song, um, it would be gold. It would be great on its own. But when you set it against everything else, I think it's, it's even more powerful and memorable. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, what I was going to say about that song is I think a, a lot of a, a common mistake a lot of people make when they try to imitate Aretha Franklin is they just like turn it up to 11 all the time. Yes. But like a like a, a song like Ain't No Way, it's like she knows how to like cool it down and like that there's like just as much like beauty and power and like and like singing softly or something that's like kind of understated and then she knows like when to turn it up and then when like you do turn it up it's like so much more effective
Yeah. I was thinking about that idea the other night when I was listening to a bunch of Mariah Carey for maybe the first time in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Where have you been? Mariah Carey has always been, she's the elusive chanteuse, right? Uh, In my life. Uh, (laughs) Somebody who I've always known about and I know that she's a thing, but I... I had like a hard time coming up with the name of like any of her songs until maybe like, I don't know, two years ago or something really, really embarrassing like that. Um, So I listened to her greatest hits the other night and her unplugged record. And I didn't like all of it, but I, I kind of have to admit that she's like a great singer. (laughs) Oh, well, Yeah. I mean, I was, you can't deny that she's a great singer. I was so ready <laughs> to be a holdout because I'm a contrarian piece of shit. <laughs> but, but she's not at all the kind of singer I was I was thinking of. And and again, like this sort of relates to what you're saying. I think Mariah Carey is capable of doing so many things, just freakish, superhuman things that oh, yeah. very just very few people can do i mean um, what how many what is her octave range they i think they say five like, octaves i think they say yeah they five octaves yeah five beyond octaves. that beyond that uh, your head explodes right? i mean i uh, the high notes that she hits like i've i've never heard anyone what would be the option be able to do that <laughs> What would be the whistle register for the low end? Is that the is that the brown note? That's or, the brown note. That's the yeah, brown you don't note. you don't want to hear the brown note. <laughs> if you have a six octave range, you just shit your pants immediately. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, thankfully she doesn't have a six octave range. Um, but it's not. I mean, she employs those tricks. She knows she's good. She's going to show it yeah. to you. Um, but those tricks are entertaining, I think. I think they're interesting. And I think it's cool, too, how her voice is not premised on, um, like, raw power. It's kind of light and airy for the most part. Yeah. And her selling point is just control. It's just, like, being able to, like, thread it like a, like a needle or something, <laughs> you know? Just, like, weave it through all these different passages. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm I'm still a novice at Mariah Carey. I'm gonna become a head. Um, that's my that's my New Year's resolution. <laughs> wow, so, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's a good. Re- that's a fun resolution. <laughs> but yeah, she was like what four or five? I think she's on- our five. Yeah, five. so maybe we should just go over like the top ten real quick, okay. so the listeners know if they haven't looked at the list. So. Okay. Number one, Aretha Franklin. Number two, Whitney Houston. Number three, Sam Cooke. Number four, Billie Holiday. Number five, Mariah Carey. Six, Ray Charles. Seven, Stevie Wonder. Eight, Beyonce. Nine, Otis Redding. And ten, Al Green. Yeah. Boom. Black excellence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's not a single white person on there. So. <laughs> Hell, Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, mean, the, yeah. the first the first white person on the list. Do you want to guess? Oh, oh, it's um, probably my favorite white singer, Freddie Mercury. No, um, uh, Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> no, it's not Scott Stapp either. I'm not, no, I'm under, this is singers. Not Scott Stapp. <laughs> not Scott Stapp. 
will enter serpent. Uh, the Kirk. Rolling Stone. <laughs> it seems I'm kind of Jamaican. <laughs> on the list. We uh, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Scott Scott oh. did not make the list at all. He didn't make it? Okay. No. Wait, is Eddie Vedder on there? He's gotta be. He is, yeah. Yeah, that's not... I mean, Rolling Stone and Eddie Vedder are just like butter on bread. He's you know? 105, which seems kind of high to me. But... Kind of high? You feel like he should be like 70 or... No, like he should be lower on the list. <laughs> yeah. <take that. laughs> Eddie Vedder's another guy who's had in his own way, just a huge influence. That's Scott Stapp just is a fucking Eddie Vedder clone. Right. Um, so, and though, so we, we talk... <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a lot of singing on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we talk about the pop music. Of our, of our our youth, like the late 90s and early 2000s. We haven't really talked about the rock music yet, but it was so much of it was just bad Eddie Vedder impressions. It was yes. just that very yeah. constipated sound. Yeah, I mean, that's probably why he's on this list. Like, how many... he's he really His voice was so influential. There are some people who will swear by... Well, Pearl Jam and his voice, too. They'll say that he has just this amazingly textured and soulful voice, but... but those people don't know shit uh (laughs) but sorry we were talking about the the white singer the the elusive white singer um what is it is it john lennon of the beatles it's john lennon yes deservedly the the greatest white singer of all time i'm ready to say that i yeah i mean that's that's my opinion too so where does like he uh, where does opinion. he fall on the list? Number twelve, so he's really cool. high. Okay, yeah, yeah good. Man. I mean, I I I think John Lennon is the most soulful white singer. Yeah, ever. Yeah, I agree. And it's not like he's trying to like recreate like black soul music. I think that's a lot of what like white soul singers do. Is like they <laughs> no, you know no. they <laughs> what <laughs> what's that? I think there was something in my. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I caught it that Excuse time. me. Oh God. Oh. Um, you're right, though. I mean, certain like the the early Beatles stuff. Like, clearly, he he loves Motown. He loves soul music. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's doing that a little bit. All those wankers did, but uh, he 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 but, takes it beyond there. I mean, certainly it, it yeah. helps that his material is all is self-written and it's some of like the most emotionally frank material ever in rock music um yeah so you know it I just mean, again, I th- together but. i think be- the key to being a great soul singer is not to have a certain sound and like hit certain notes and do certain things it's really about like about the inspiration and like the effort that you put into it of, right. like the sound coming like from someplace deep inside of like bearing your soul to the world and I think that's how John Lennon sings. Yeah. But anyway, we should just talk he... about John Lennon because we just skipped over the top eleven people. Oh, we were like black, I was like just so we could talk... I was like, those are some great black singers. Just so we, so we could talk about, about a white guy. Can we talk about John Lennon? 
I want to get back to John Lennon at some point. Um, which, yeah, I don't know. I could get back to him on another episode. We're we're going to talk about John Lennon a lot on this podcast. Just what we do. Um, but yeah, we should talk a little bit more about the top ten. Yeah. Uh, like, um, or somebody, um, Sam Cook or somebody. Yeah, Sam Cook number three. I mean, pretty, that's he's pretty good. Yeah. That I think that's completely deserved. Yeah. I, I mean, he's say... he's in my top five, my personal top five for sure. Yeah. 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 Sam Cook is the thing about Sam Cook is he does not have the the luxury of like an incredible discography the way that like Aretha yeah. Franklin or Stevie Wonder does. I mean, he he died so young and a lot of the material he left like isn't it's not really his bag. It's like him doing like uh like the Whiff and Poof song and shit like that, you know? Like I I feel like uh, you know like he obviously has just so many great singles um and the great work with the soul stirrers uh he has the single greatest live record of all time um live at the harlem square club um but it it, it ends up being a pretty small body of work um and and i think he came early enough in like the rock and pop paradigm that he wasn't able to like really express himself the way that like Stevie or Aretha was able to. And I, and I think that's kind of sad. Yeah. Um, but just like his voice, any second of his voice. His you're voice like, oh, shit, yeah. Man. And he's just like, so fucking charismatic. Yeah. You know, it just like really comes across, especially like the live albums. Yeah. It really comes across where you just like, you know, when he sings having a party and the Cokes are in the icebox and stuff, and it's just like, yeah, like, I am I am having a party because I'm listening to you right yeah. now. It's like can nothing else I'd rather do right now. You can, you can practically smell the popcorn on the table at this yeah. party. <laughs> what a wild party. Oh, Sam Cook's going all out. I would love to be there, though. It's so funny. I read that biography of him, and uh, he he really does look awesome in every photograph of him. Yeah, just like this incredibly photogenic man, uh, this incredibly cool guy. Um, most of his material is like so clean cut, and he was not like a clean cut <laughs> in life. He's just swearing all the time. He's always calling people fucker, and uh, and he's sleeping with everyone, every single person. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, just a little, little bit and women or. <laughs> Uh, you know, probably some men too, but I think mostly ladies. Okay. Um, they would just line up outside of his room. Like literally there would be a queue to just hang out with Sam Cook, hang out quote wow. unquote for like 10 minutes. So <laughs> just hang out for 10 minutes. Just hang out. Yeah. Quote unquote. Wow. wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> but that has nothing to do with his voice. Or maybe it has something to do with his voice. I don't know. I, I mean, point, I think it does. I think there's yeah. a lot of sex appeal in his voice. Yeah. 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 But then again, I mean, when you're listening to him sing, you know what he looks like. You know that he's a foxy man. Yeah. He's very yeah. confident. But I think like that, that confidence really comes through. It does. In his voice. The strength. 
the soul i mean it, it's so stupid to like even have to like point out that quality of fucking sam cook's voice but uh i know we've mentioned this before i think we were talking about marvin gay singers who could project both like that confidence but also like tenderness and vulnerability at the same time um yeah. that is a powerful thing sam cook is is the master of that uh certainly on like a change is going to come which is simultaneously like really sad and really uplifting. Um, that's like the definition of soul. I feel like, uh, yeah, I think, I think too about that. There's like that 20 second clip. It's like the last song on a hits comp called, uh, it's like portrait of an artist or something like that. Um, and it's just called soul and it's him on a radio show. And, uh, host asks him to just hum a few bars of what he considers soul is and sam cook just does that he does like 20 seconds of wordless humming and you're just like oh fuck man this is this guy's, <laughs> this guy's the greatest that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it's such a priceless recording it's so beautiful i've been knowing you for some while that's true and you've always had a tinkling of soul Every day I, I try to describe soul. Maybe you mm. could hum eight bars of what soul represents. Sam Cook's yours. He'll never grow old. Um, you're uh i love that story i think you, you read it in that book mm-hmm. he was like touring and he was like he was in the south and he got pulled over by some white officers for for being black probably in the just, south? yeah for being black in the south and uh he said something like oh yeah like i'm going i've got a concert tonight i'm a singer I'm Sam Cook, and they're like, "Who the fuck are you? We've never heard of you." And he was like, "Oh, well, ask your wives. I'm sure they've heard of me." Oh, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he mysteriously died. So. Yeah, yeah. Bob Dylan has some wonderful Makes, things to say about that wonder. in his book. She yeah, I, I mean, mean, I guess it's not mysteriously. There is a a story behind it, but it makes you wonder if there's a story. That's really what happened. And then there's you know the history of the American Central Intelligence Agency. You know, like you <laughs> you, you you do your own research, America. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about singing this episode. Um, um yeah you mentioned marvin gay and he's number 20 on this list which i i think is i think he should be higher he might you... be like in my personal top five yeah um you know we were talking about the story of heard heard it through the grapevine mm-hmm. where apparently he was had been singing a song in a certain key and then they changed the key so that it was like at the very edge of his vocal range so that he had to strain his voice to sing it and it just made the song magical 
I just think that's such a cool story, and I think uh, I think that says a lot about soul music and about good singing. I yeah. think that is just like one of the one of the best vocal performances, and not because it's like the most mind blowing. Yes, but you just listen to it, and like there's just his voice just sounds like it just sounds so good it's so memorable it's haunting there's just like so much emotion poured into it yeah and it's coming from somebody who's you know uh, who's not like comfortable singing that song yes i think that says a lot marvin gay is yeah i i think what you said now is is important um he doesn't have a lot of like very mind blowing vocal performances that I know of. I'm probably like being an idiot here and just missing something huge. But, you know, I think about when Aretha Franklin died, there was just videos of her young, old, whenever, just blowing your mind. Yeah. With her like acrobatics. And Marvin Gaye is not that kind of a singer. I don't think he was ever comfortable being that kind of a singer he wanted to just be like a supper club like sinatra like a black sinatra kind of guy um and he was never like at ease like on stage as a performer but i think that quality is kind of in his performances and it makes them super poignant and just like the timber of his voice too that that's another thing about just about like rock vocalist soul vocalist um there's things beyond the, uh, you know, <laughs> it's like a, like a certain guitar tone will get you. I mean, there's just certain qualities of a voice that are intriguing. And, and anything that Marvin Gaye, like, sang or said is just going to sound good, like, in his voice, I think. Yeah. It's, it, John Lennon's the same way for me. I think they're sort of like... They, they have a lot of interesting similarities. They also they really died do. around the yeah. same age, you know, in horribly tragic ways. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of people getting shot in this episode. I didn't think about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, and just people, I think, who are always kind of uncomfortable with themselves and with the world. And that gives their performances this uh, tension and anxiety. But also, like, when they nail it, like a, like a thrill mm-hmm. that is so cool. Yeah, I'm looking at like their little paragraph in the Rolling Stone list of just describing their voice, and like one word that sticks out to me is the word yearning. Yeah, <laughs> he really like is so good at that. Distant lover. And like yeah. this, yeah, and also like his anguish, like mm-hmm. like him and John Lennon, like you're saying, like the similarities yeah. there, like they anguish. both just they are so good at that. Like you just hear like the pain in their voices. Yeah. Or even like something like Let's Get It On, which is like mm-hmm. a different kind of yearning, but right. uh you feel it there too. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. It is <laughs> it is it's the sexy flip side of these more like tortured records. It's not like as as easy. It's not just like a well, in some ways, it is like a porn soundtrack, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, it's it's a it's kind of a fraught one. It's an interesting record. Um, I mean, the title track is just a classic. But do you want to know who beat out Marvin Gaye? By oh God, let me guess one one spot. Let me guess. Is it is it 
Somebody you just compared him to. Or you didn't compare him to. You mentioned this person. Oh. He wanted to be like them. Who do I want to be? Anthony Kiedis? No, Mar- oh. Marvin Gaye wanted to be like him. Oh, 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 God. Frank Sinatra? <laughs> yes. Are we ready to do this? Oh, my God. Are we ready to dump all over Frank Sinatra? Yeah, Frank Sinatra sucks. <laughs> I'm here to say... I, I I just have never understood why people like him so much. And I, I know a lot of it is like he's from a different generation. But even like people in our generation, well, I don't know. I don't really know anyone my age who likes Frank Sinatra. But I think people still yes. like really respect him as like we don't hang out one with of any, the um... one of the greatest like singers of all time. I mean he's we number don't... nineteen on this list. We don't hang out with any like young Republicans, so. Oh, are they don't... in Frank Sinatra? <laughs> yeah, it's just that whole Rat Pack thing, like smoking a cigar, and oh look, yeah. there's a beautiful, a beautiful dame on my hip or whatever. <laughs> beautiful dame. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just living, living the life of like a man with my fucking uh, fedora or whatever. I just think his voice is so boring, and I think he <laughs> just has like a really small range and it's always like his voice is just always like right in the middle it's just kind of like i've got you under my skin <laughs> la 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 like what, a, what what give me some other frank sinatra songs when i was uh, <laughs> oh, not 61 this one <laughs> it was, it a, was very a very good, good year shooby dooby doo <laughs> Strangers in the night. Look, look, be a lady tonight. <laughs> See, I could just be Frank Sinatra. <laughs> when when people talk about Sinatra, I mean, I don't, you know, <laughs> I'm comfortable bad mouthing like Christina Aguilera. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> early in the episode, you were like, well, she's obviously good. And I was kind of like, uh yeah i feel like you don't have an appreciation for just when somebody's like has just (laughs) has like a (laughs) um you know just someone's just like technically gifted at singing i'm an i'm a nincompoop okay i won't deny it uh i am what i am (laughs) so i'll say about frank sinatra i mean he was kind of like the pop icon of his day and like the bobby Soxers, just teenage girls loved him and i think he is he's sort of similar when we talk about like sam cook aretha franklin john lennon we think of them and like the way they look and like their lives when we hear them sing like they have an image that we also associate with their voice and i think frank sinatra is kind of the same way and i think that image really i was making fun of it but i think it is like kind of compelling for people certainly it's been like really like influential um i just don't i just don't respond to it uh and i think to your point like he never really sends me anywhere i don't i don't fly to the moon when i'm with frank sinatra <laughs> I'm, I'm here i'm here at the table. that was corny but, <laughs> but i still laughed a lot <laughs> fly me to the moon i can't do it with my voice it is kind of flat, and uh, 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 soul singing is gonna sh- really fuck me up. <laughs> Ray Charles is a better singer than me. 
Um, people talk about his phrasing. That's what they always talk about. His phrasing, his like the, the way he like times certain words where he like hangs on the beat. Shit that, again, shit that I truly don't know anything about. Yeah, I mean it's like very loose. Like I don't know, like to, to go back to like oh, I've got you <laughs> under my skin. Like he's not like singing like on the beat. It's like yeah, it's like loose, cool. Uh, whatever that don't impress me much. Oh, to quote Shania. <laughs> oh, there is like a certain kind of like um what insouciant singing, laid back. I don't give a fuck. That is really compelling to me. I I think some of my my favorite singers have that kind of lazy quality. Yeah, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't grab me with Frank Frank Sinatra. Oh. Um. And I don't, I don't, I think Frank Sinatra's music, I'm, I'm making a bold prediction. Uh, in like 30 years, nobody's going to give a shit. <laughs> people, people, will still be, people will still be listening to Aretha Franklin. They'll still be listening to Stevie Wonder. They'll still be listening to the Beatles. Frank Sinatra, it's not even that he's like, like an older figure. It's, he's just less interesting of a fucking figure. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. It's hard for me to even talk about him because I've never understood why people like him so much. <laughs> I don't know. What other were there other jazz singers between him and Billie Holiday? Is like Nina Simone in there? Um, yeah. So Billie Holiday. Let's see. We've got maybe. Could you read me ten through twenty? Yeah. So ten is Al Green. Right. 11, Little Richard. Hell yeah. Yeah. Great I choice. Mean, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, 12 is John Lennon. 13, Patsy Cline. 14, mm. Freddie Mercury. 15, Bob Dylan. 16, Prince. 17, mm. Elvis Presley. Boo! <laughs> I think it's his birthday tomorrow. I just thought it'd be funny to boo him on the what? <laughs> uh, 18 Celia Cruz, 19 Frank Sinatra, 20 Marvin Gaye. Okay. Okay. I mean, I feel pretty good about that list, except for Frank Sinatra. <laughs> um, Patsy Klein. I think I think like her music has been really important to to country music. I don't know if her voice is all that special. Wow. <laughs> uh, I feel like I've really been harsh on on women with with. Yeah, with women. Uh, women should. Um... Stand with women. That's what I say, Emily. Well, I was thinking about like my like my top five voices of all time, and Arisa would definitely be on there. But that's probably mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I would probably say like Aretha, Sam Cooke, Otis Redding, John Lennon. Maybe Marvin Gaye. Yeah. What about Paul McCartney? So, Paul McCartney is like my favorite musician of all time. Mm-hmm. But in terms of vocalists, 
He's not up there. He he actually is number twenty six on this list. Okay. I mean, that's what makes it so hard. It's like, <laughs> how do you rank Paul McCartney as a singer? As just a musician, he's like the the greatest of all time. And how do you opinion. separate? But how do you exactly? How do you separate from the his songwriting from his musicianship? From, from right, because if you're basing somebody on like their career, yeah. I will and like say how they this, changed the music industry. I don't want to turn this into a Paul McCartney episode because there's going to be many of those to come, just like John Lennon. But I think Paul McCartney has been underrated as a singer, just as he's been underrated in every other respect. Um, I, I, I think he is just this genuine talent who has attempted so many different things with his voice. Um, and not as uh, intense as like a, a John Lennon, um, but that's that's not what he's going for. I think he he finds a different way to put every song across, and I think he puts his heart in all of his performances. Yeah, I uh, think he cares deeply about the vocals. Yeah, and he he's another one who's like not afraid to just put it all out there. I mean, you watch like. Like the film Get Back, for example. He just sits down at a piano and he just belts it out. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's, yeah, so many of his songs are just like him just like really giving it his all and like singing so loudly. Like I always laugh at like Beatles songs when he does the backup vocals because like they're, the backup vocals are always louder. Mm-hmm than the lead vocals because he's just like singing them so loudly yeah <laughs> making all this nowhere blind <laughs> <all night>. yeah <laughs> so good think about something like he doesn't get back he demos the backseat of my car and that is like exhibit a i feel like for his singing talent uh this this really gorgeous ballad that he just turns into a rave up by the end he's just like howling and screaming um yeah he does he does so many fun things with his voice of just like the you know like the little richard like yes (laughs) like uh just like doing weird voices and um like yeah i don't know he just he plays around with his voice a lot right those the singers that you mentioned 10 through 20 there were a lot who were a lot of like theatrical singing prince um yeah freddie mercury um who else was on little there? richard little richard yeah just singing that is it's removed from the idea of just like pure natural instinct it's stagier it's it's more electric um yeah some of that stuff is just less effective for me too i don't want to dump all i mean i'll (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a huge queen fan (laughs) and yeah freddie mercury is by far the best part of that band the most um the most unique part of it um yeah the greatest the greatest person in the band just as like a human being uh, <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. so charismatic and yeah have so much power in his voice and he just like takes a hold of the song 
and just the command that yeah yeah just kind of like a larger than life figure there's like a fearlessness to him in, yeah. in everything he did in his life but like metalheads love queen and you have this mustachioed gay man who is just doing opera singing like as the front man <laughs> truly truly like still uh like transgressive stuff i think even though they're so popular like and they're in commercials and stuff um but there, there's something there's like this untamable fire <laughs> you know with with freddie mercury that is uh you know i think that is always going to be cool i don't you know he will outlast frank sinatra too I think that's what bothered me about um, which, uh, what's Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, what's the actor's name? Remy. Remy. Uh, Remy Danton. No, uh, uh, Rami Malek. Rami Malek. His performance. Ro- Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he was like, he was nominated for an Oscar. Did he win? I think he might have won. He I don't did. remember. Okay. I don't think he was very good as Freddie Mercury. <laughs> because Freddie Mercury is just like extremely confident. Mm-hmm. And just like so much swagger. Just like really commanding, like I said. I didn't get that vibe at all from Rami Malik yeah. in that movie. Um, I was really let down by that, but I don't know. People <laughs> I guess people were really impressed. Whatever. Yeah, well, you know, we could have a whole episode about acting and portrayals of musicians in movies. Um, the the greatest rock and soul singers, like they were they were doing the performance in real time. Like you can't really impersonate that stuff. I mean, you can you can try, but uh, I believe that um, like Chadwick Boseman got close as like James Brown. You know, <laughs> like there's like people who are like who are great actors, but. There is like that ineffable quality. It's in great singing and it's in great stage presence. Um, the je ne sais quoi. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and Rami Malek doesn't have it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe we should talk about somebody who is controversially left off of this list. Oh my god. And that is Celine Dion. Mm. I mean... That's the, the way fuck? it is, Emily. What can I say? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, do you think that they just, like, it was her personality? Like, they're, do you think, like, the staffers just, like, had, just, like, didn't like her? They think she's, like, a stiff person or something? Oh, okay, first of all, uh, that's a weird thing to say uh, about poor Celine with her... <laughs> <laughs> I know that was so bad. <laughs> um, Too soon. Okay. Well, but but okay. But riddle me this, Emily. Do you do you think it's impossible? Like, if somebody was just like good faith arguing this stuff, you think it's impossible that they wouldn't consider Celine Dion as part of this conversation? They would have to consider her. They, you, they would have to. It's you, impossible. So you, it's impossible. That they, I, I think it's impossible they would just forget her. You feel like, but you feel like there's an ulterior motive. Yeah, I think there's got to be. It's, I mean, uh, <laughs> it just, she just seems like. Uh, I, when you when you think about like greatest singers of all time in terms of like voices of like the most incredible voices, um. 
I mean, she's she comes to mind like pretty quickly. And she's just been so important culturally. Like she's had so many hits. People have like such an emotional connection to her music. I think about like when Titanic came out and like my heart will go on would come on the radio like every time we started the car or that song was on and, and it would like bring my mom to tears every you would time because like, she would just like think car. about the movie <laughs> turn the ignition on it's... yeah <laughs> for like a whole year pretty much like yeah. 1997 it was like that that was the sound of that the, year the magic of year yeah See, i just i uh this is an example of somebody who doesn't really move me who does sort of the stuff we're talking about before <laughs> where where she sort of gestures at things but doesn't get me to feel them mm. i mean i think her music is trite <laughs> but I think she's still, you can't deny like her importance in like in pop music. I also and, feel like, like how wonderful her voice is, like how commanding it is. I think it, maybe it's that commanding thing too, where it just kind of feels like being bludgeoned with Celine sometimes. Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay. This is funny. I didn't realize that her fans were li- literally protesting outside of Rolling Stone's office. <laughs> 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 he wasn't included on the list oh really funny to me that's cool i mean she's got fierce loyal fans yeah i mean as does the beebs as does the beebs yeah maybe i just you just like maybe i've never (laughs) just never listened to justin bieber so i don't know (laughs) you just no 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 it's just titanic that's that's what it is I remember, like, way back in the day, you and I had, like, a pretty serious uh, uh, phone conversation. And you were talking about, like, an Oprah episode, I think, where a guy broke up with his girlfriend when he found that she had, like, a Celine Dion greatest hits in the car or something. Oh, yeah. I don't think it was Oprah, but... Was it not? Was it it Maury or somebody? I don't know. I don't think it was a show at all, but it was, like, some... I think I just read an article. Somebody mentioned... I think it was just about, like... Yeah, like how important should it like taste be when it comes to like finding like your your partner? And they yeah. mentioned like somebody who was like dating somebody, and it was like, I think it was like you know they could see it getting serious, and he like went, he was like going through her CD collection, and he saw that she had a Celine Dion CD, and he broke up with her because he just couldn't imagine himself being with somebody who liked Celine Dion. Yeah. <laughs> which at the time i remember thinking i was like i kind of like that guy i think that's kind of cool this is a man man of principle but now these days i mean you have a celine dion cd i think so i mean i'm not uh, no I'm not i don't gonna... think so but i mean not that i wouldn't okay yeah that's the thing it, but... it doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility you don't have one a CD. No. A CD. <laughs> listen, yeah. Who has us. CDs anymore? Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, 
you know, Celine Dion would not be that artist for me. I don't, I don't have anything against. But Celine I mean, Dion. don't you think it's kind of crazy that she's even if you're not personally a fan? Don't you think it's no? It's I, don't think it, I don't think it's crazy. What? I don't. I don't think it's crazy. I think there's a fuck ton of really great singers out there, like Georgie. Um, hello. So you think like? Are oh, you just gonna go down the list now? What about this person, huh? <laughs> You really think that? You really think that? You think that person's better? Seriously? Bob Dylan, really? Yeah. George George. is trying to say something. She's trying to sing. George, what do you think about Celine Dion? (laughs) She loves Celine Dion. There you have it, folks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I th- I think it's crazy. I would put her on the list over. Um... What about Barbara Streisand? You Is Barbara she's... Streisand on there? What yeah. So how do you have Barbara Streisand and not Celine Dion? Um, I don't I don't really know much about Barbara Streisand. I don't I don't uh, I don't feel comfortable weighing in on this one. I got to say, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like okay. I do. <laughs> No, I don't know much about her either. But it's I think I think that in and of itself is I'm not saying Barbara Streisand shouldn't be on the list. <laughs> but it's like I mean Celine Dion is like, yeah, I know a lot of her songs. The thing is is like, like Barbara Streisand very is very like, popular. It's a, it's an interesting example that you use because Barbara Streisand was basically Celine Dion before Celine Dion in some ways, right? I don't know. Was she? <laughs> <laughs> I think she was a huge pop icon even though she wasn't part of like the pop zeitgeist she kind of had her own track when i worked at the bookstore like there was barbara streisand records and every single record buy that we did um even though like you don't when you when, if you looked at like a best songs of the 60s or 70s there would you know maybe there'd be like no barbara streisand songs on it i feel like celine dion is is sort of similar and even like how a lot of their most enduring work was done like in film soundtracks yeah uh, is that crazy? yeah i think that well no i don't think most of i think that's how barbara streisand is we're here most of her songs were like from film soundtracks i don't think that's how celine dion is and she had my heart will go on for titanic but i think that's about it she has a beauty and the beast the duet with Peebo bryson okay <laughs> forgot about Peebo. I don't know. Who, I don't know who that is, but I don't know why you know who that is. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Peebo Bryson, the fourteenth greatest singer of all time. Mm. Okay. 
Um, do you want to do a, a fun little game where I can just like throw out like two people's names and then you tell me like where you would rank them? Please. Okay. This Let's sounds see. awesome. Um, okay, I'm gonna do. Um, doo, 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 da, da, How about I give you two random numbers? Do you have the list in front of you? Yeah, I do. Could I, if I just did like, like sixty-seven and sixty-eight? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then what? I just tell you who they are. Um. However, you want to do it. I don't like this game. You, Let's do oh, my game. Wow. What, what was your, I thought this was a game you were playing. <laughs> no, I'm going to give you like people. I'm going to give you two two people. And you have to tell me like where you would rank those two people. Did you see where, who were 67 and 68 just for the record? Um, uh, Dennis Brown? I don't know who that is. Oh, he's like a great reggae singer. Okay. And then uh, 68 is Rihanna. Oh, okay. Rihanna's interesting. And, you know, I sort of feel this way. I, I don't mean to diminish Al Green, um, who I fucking love so much and is obviously a great singer. But there's people like him and Rihanna who I don't even really think about them as great vocalists. I think about them as like architects of like a great sound, like their records sound good. And obviously the vocals are a huge component of that. I also think Al Green is like just like a better singer than Rihanna. But like, I, I feel like it's the same kind of thing, you know? You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> say it again. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> man. Uh, I was so... trying to prepare my game. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I can. I um. Should I be filling time right now? Should I? Just um, be no, I'm. Off? I'm ready if you are. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna give you two people on this list. You have to guess, like. Roughly where you think they are, or oh, where fun. you, or, or where you would put them. Let's say. I will do. I will do both. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's do Donna Summer, and Adele. Uh, okay. Well. Um. Donna Summer, is important to me, but this is an example of what I was just talking about. I don't love her voice but i love the records where she is singing mm -hmm. i'm not yeah. saying that her voice is like an accessory on those records or whatever she obviously makes those songs but it's 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 not like i go to those songs just to like listen to her sing i guess yeah but i mean those so those songs would be nothing without like donna summer's voice i don't know man they still got Giorgio. And I don't mean the screaming cat. Makes the song. I don't mean the screaming cat in Italy. Um. Oh, Georgie! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about our cat, Georgie. Um, she's, she's with me now, by the way. Yeah, oh, lucky you. She's making um, up. So I think I think they've probably ranked Adele higher than Donna Summer. I don't think either is super high. I think Adele's probably like. 85 and Donna Summer is like 120. Um, 
Neither would be in like a personal top 50 for me, but I, I prefer Donna Summer's music. So I'm obviously going to rank Donna Summer higher in my personal list. Is that is that kind of how you want to do this? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. You want to know what's crazy? What's crazy? So you said Donna so you imagine Donna Summer's like 120? Yeah. 122. Oh my god. Yeah, that's like crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um Adele 22. 22? That's just a 20... fucking Adele record. 22. I don't think it is. I think 21 is. But... Okay. It's not no, 22 EP. Uh, but not 22. Adele is not fucking 22. That is crazy. See, you were like, I, I like this list. It doesn't make me angry. Well, then you start really delving into it. And a delving, yeah. It'll, it, a delving into it, it'll make you angry. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, 1 through 20, they pick people who are... are very difficult to argue with except for you know frank sinatra obviously and then after yeah. that it's just like all bets are off it's just like all right uh adele uh followed by chad kroger of nickelback <laughs> no followed by Smokey robinson oh come on you gotta how can you put it no higher Smokey? see you oh. you start delving into the list of the list and it's gonna make you angry that's just that's just the way it is that's the bring it to your house Oh my god, not not a big Adele fan, you know, and I don't even really want to like uh, get into it very much. But I think I've 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 given some clues as to you know how I might how I might construct my argument here throughout the episode. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I I agree with uh, your analysis there. Okay, let's do another one because this is fun for me. Okay. Hopefully it's fun for you. It is fun for me. For our listeners. It is fun for me. For the listeners, we'll see. Let's do Oh my god, Beyonce, I'm so sorry that I'll beat you on Rolling Stones list. But she didn't. She didn't. Yeah. She fucking should. She should. One of them is great, and the other one is a fucking poser. (laughs) what sorry sorry you're saying let's do do you already know where michael jackson is we were talking about it um okay let's do him anyway because you can say where you think he belongs okay 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 let's do bob seger and michael jackson okay well i think we did bob seger too Oh, okay. I think Bob Bob Seger was like 190 or something. 181. I just brought him up because we've often mentioned him on this podcast and he's the theme music. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he would be number one on our list. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) And you want to know why? It's because today's music ain't got the same souls. Not like that old time rock and roll. Uh, nice. But Michael was like in the fifties or sixties, I think. Right. Where would you put him? Michael Jackson, to me, is—he's got to be a top twenty vocalist. Um, like just like objectively speaking, or a top thirty. Uh, and personally, um, I'm not—I'm not a huge Michael Jackson fan. 
but his voice is such a drawing feat like a like um like a compelling part of his records is so yeah. central to the way his music sounds and uh, and you talk about influence i don't i just i don't know if there is a more influential singer in the last 40 years yeah i mean he is just i mean you just poll people just like talk to coworkers or whatever like who are the most important people in the last 40 years or like who are your favorite pop artists from the last 40 years who are some of the greatest of all time and like you're bound to hear michael jackson Mm -hmm. i mean it might Uh, just be that you know they can't put him on like a top 20 for other other reasons it's like if you well, put Woody let me Allen tell you, great American directors, you know? he's so he's 86 oh that's bad 86 do you After think that number is fucking amy winehouse do you think they're Steve fucking you think fire. they're 86ing michael jackson with that <gasps> that's oh, what they're fucking doing they're canceling michael jackson oh they are canceling michael jackson they're like, like i mean mayonnaise on a sandwich i don't want to like you know like sweep what he did under the rug or anything no we can't yeah but you also can't just like rewrite history like like cultural history like the history of music because of like you know of like what's been uncovered about about like the horrible things that he did yeah you can't just like rewrite that and say like, oh, um, yeah, we don't want to celebrate him anymore, so we're just gonna like put on like number eighty six. It's like no, he's been like incredibly influential, right? You know, and like you know, you can get into discussion about like what do we do with this? Mm-hmm. You know, like we love his music, but like he's got like this really dark past, and like how do we handle that? But I don't know. To me, just like. Putting like throwing him in like somewhere in the middle, like eighty six. It just I don't know. It just makes it feel like they're trying to like, just kind of like rewrite history and like brush it under the rug. Like oh we don't we're like we don't want to celebrate this guy because it might make us look bad. So we're just gonna like put him somewhere in the middle. Right. But like you know he's just a huge icon. Right. No changing that. He's also the best kid singer of all time. I think that's if it was just little Michael Jackson. <laughs> I think I'm serious. Best kid singer ever. Beef can get the fuck out. Okay. I'll be there. Just look over your shoulder, honey. Ooh. I really did see mommy kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell my dad. <laughs> Dude, we're about we're about to get canceled. <laughs> we're about we're about to get eighty six too. Yeah, we want to be starting something. Oh, oh. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That just seems really low to me. Mm-hmm. But whatever. I mean, I think they do have to. Uh, there's no separating this stuff from like society, from politics, from culture. Stuff like this, stuff like this, the, the the insult of this placement is going to happen. I think it's, you know, there's there's some justice to it, you know, like you probably shouldn't be number one um, if you just like ruined lives. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's hard. You don't want to ignore that stuff. Uh huh. But at the same time, it's like because none, <laughs> none of these people talked about her good people. 
None of them, except for maybe. I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, what? Celine Dion probably a good person. Yeah, she was nice to Elliot Smith. She well. was nice to Elliot Smith. Yeah, I don't forget that stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like a you know a couple minutes in yeah. her lifetime, but you know, she's got that. That I mean, it just speaks to her character, though. You know, you see somebody in need. Yeah. You don't travel in the same circle, but you reach out and you say, like, you got this, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, Okay, do you want to do, like, one more? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Let's do... um, Bloop, 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 bloop. Let's do... Jeff Buckley. Oh, my heart. And and let's do. Is um, Elliot Smith on this list, by the way? No. Okay. Well, Hmm. I haven't looked for it, but I. Let's do. Um. We'll do like a country person. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't talked about country singing that much. You um Let's do Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson just, and Jeff Buckley. You savagely attacked poor defenseless Patsy Klein. And I just uh, let you do I it. feel kind of bad just, about that. I just stood by and let you do it. Like I'm the worst person here. But No, I I already kind of regret that because I do <laughs> think like her when I think about her music, I'm not just like, oh, Patsy Klein's voice is so great. Or like, and it, like her voice doesn't even like jump out in my head. I'm like, oh, she has this like really distinct voice. But I think there is something that is like soul bearing about the way she's saying. I guess it's just that like a lot of the lyrics are just really like sad sack country yeah. lyrics. But you, but you like you feel them when she sings them. Yeah. You just like feel for. I think she has I, more. I think that says something about. She has more in common with some of the great like jazz singers and like a lot of country singers. I think. The um. Well, there's just like a beauty to her voice, first of all, and then yeah, that the tear that's in it and everything she's saying. Yeah. Uh, just. Just great, but sorry, you were saying Jeff Buckley and who else? Um, Willie Nelson. Willie, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Nelson is the uh, you know he's my kind of singer. Uh, he would not win a high school singing competition. He would not be chosen as even one of the top like a hundred people on American Idol. No fucking way. Um, but he's he's created a space that is uniquely his, and he owns it. He knows exactly what to do in his little realm. Uh, then he's not a, like a lazy singer, or whatever, like we were talking about. But he he is like a laconic singer. He doesn't sing with a ton of force, with a ton of fire. Obviously, he's just Willie. Yeah. Um, but I love him, and I love his voice. Um. Jeff Buckley does sing with fire. Jeff Buckley, R.I.P. One of the all timers. Um. Shit. I mean, like, both of these guys are, like, top 30, I think, for me. For, like, a personal list from me. I think they're wow easily inside that. Okay. Uh, I don't think either 
is in the top 30 here. I feel like Willie is in the top 100, um, maybe like 95. I think Jeff Buckley's probably outside of it. And it's sort of like what I was saying with Sam Cooke, where he just doesn't have a ton of material. He has a one great completed album. Um, and it's such a cult album, too. I mean, everyone, you know, Hallelujah or whatever, everyone like that. But, <laughs> um, but aside from that, it's not like it's like this really well-known thing. So I'm thinking Jeff Buckley is like 140. Um, yeah, there we go. Ooh, okay, you're pretty close. He's 131. Okay. Yeah, he was just edged out by Courtney Love. <laughs> wow. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's right. uh, like I don't get that. Um, I I don't feel like Courtney Love has been like that influential in the music industry. There's, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being really sexist this episode. <laughs> There's there is like that new I mean, generation. I think, I think of... Hole is a cool band. I, yeah. I I know some of their songs. I think they're really good. They're they're back in. I mean, I think in the nineties, like people I mean, they were popular, but they were they were colored by just the, the Kurt Cobain stuff. You know? And and now I think they're sort of existing on their own terms and it does seem like there's like a generation of like female singers and guitar players who really look up to them yeah maybe that's it maybe maybe she has had a lot of influence on like a newer generation um where was was kurt cobain on this list yeah he's really high Um, good like like 30 high or like 190 high 36 fuck yeah That seems high to me. It seems high to you. Yeah. But then again, it's like, I don't, I, I, I don't even know how to rate these people. I mean, Nirvana is like, there was a time when they were in like my top five bands, favorite bands. Not anymore, but you I mean, think Milk very it? influential to me. You don't think Milk It is like one of the five greatest <laughs> vocal performances? Um, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's the John Lennon thing all the way with him, though, right? It's pure feeling. And it's and it's the anguish thing, obviously. But also like the the sarcasm, the humor, the pathos. He just has it all. I love love him. Love Nirvana. Um, What you know? Yeah. But like, I I'm really having a hard time just like talking about this because just the whole concept. I have a <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's awful. Yeah, it's, it's like, awful. how do you rank these people? Are you it's ranking awful. it based on like the artist influence? I think it, it finally just comes down to who you like, right? But like, so really again, is. like going back to like Paul McCartney, it's like, well, yeah, he's he is like my favorite artist of all time. But in terms of like a vocalist, mm-hmm. he's not very high for me. Mm-hmm. And like the same kind of thing with Kurt Cobain. It's like, a, yeah, I think Nirvana is like an extremely important band in like in like in the history of rock music. And Kurt Cobain is just like an incredible songwriter. 
Um, and he's so iconic and like, you know, he, he just like put so much feeling behind his music. Um, like such an elusive figure. But in terms of a vocalist, I don't, I don't feel like he's like that influential. My girl, my girl, don't <laughs> lie to me. This is this is an impossible project. It is. That's the conclusion of this episode. Yeah. Is you know if you really love something, uh, you shouldn't rank it. You, uh, I don't know. Every everyone's got like their top five. Yeah, you wouldn't rank your children. Yeah, yeah, but like you should, or you should keep it loose. I feel like. Yeah, if they just had like the top twenty, and then the rest were just like. Honorable if it, mention. If they had a top two hundred, but they weren't ranked, I would be totally down with it. But then you wouldn't have these wonderful conversations. Then you wouldn't have these conversations. Yeah. Uh, about uh. But then it's, I don't know. For me, it's kind of just like what's hmm. what's the point of even trying to rank these people? Toilets. <laughs> I like all of them. They're all good. <laughs> but some of it does make me mad. Yeah. Um, if we if we removed Adele from the list, I'd be happy with the whole thing. Honestly, that's you all I have. Looked at the whole thing though. <laughs> you, you don't know the the depths to which it sinks. Man, um, Mick Jagger is number fifty two. Big mistake. Big mistake. He, I think, has been like extremely influential as a vocalist. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's just like one of the best vocalists of all time. Yes. Definitely. And we're talking about rock singing, baby. I'm not talking about that fancy pants shit. <laughs> <laughs> but just like he I he makes those songs. I mean, I don't want to like downplay the the band like the Rolling Stones. Yeah. They're the, the one of the greatest bands of all time. Yeah. But I think like Mick Jagger's performances on those songs are like think about what why, makes those songs really why great. they're better than like Kiss. Or even Aerosmith, or even to me like Led Zeppelin. I think so much of it has to do with like Mick Jagger's voice again, just like the fucking timber of it, and then how he sort of plays against a song. I mean, what was what we were watching one time? I think it was um, now Rogers was talking about them or something, and just how every song is kind of like a duet between like the Keith riff and the Mick vocal. And there's usually a ton of empty space. Sometimes they come together. Sometimes they're like playing off of each other. Uh, it, it's such like a, a great fruitful dynamic. Um, and, and no other singer like really brings that to a band like Mick Jagger. Uh, he just fucking rules. Yeah. He, he just has like so much swagger and he, I love how he emphasizes every single letter <laughs> and every single word and every single lyric like, like he doesn't just say like shoes he says like show yeah <laughs> a one syllable word becomes like a three syllable word and a three syllable <laughs> word becomes like a six syllable word i have i have you were there the other day when i had the epiphany that like he's probably his his voice is like enhanced by just how big his mouth is like how big his lips are like i think he really like wraps his lips like around every word you were just like looking at a photo of mick jagger for like 20 minutes and then it hit you you were like oh my god 
It's, it's the <laughs> lips. The whole time, it was the lips. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can just imagine somebody taking a song like Loving Cup and just being like, Give me a little drink for me, loving cup. <laughs> but then Mick Jagger is on there. He's like, give me a little drink. Stop loving cup. Yeah. There's also... He doesn't sound like a moron either. I haven't mentioned this Yeah, yet. like I just did. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not <laughs> what, what inspired this comment. But but there are so many rock singers who just sound like dumbasses. And it's the Rolling Stones are so interesting to me because... A lot of their music is offensive. Uh, some of those lyrics have not aged well. But I don't no. know. They're able to kind of pull them off just because they sound so, like, cheeky and funny. Like, they're sort of in on the joke um, and, and self-aware, but not to the point of being, like, difficult, obviously. Like, they're such, like, an easy band to get into. That's another thing. It's, like, pure Mick. It's, like, sophistication without being, like, super pretentious. Uh, it's just, like... Uh, yeah, it, it gets back to like charisma, I think, more than anything. Yeah, that's so much of it, and that's why, like, the leader of a rock band, you need to have, you yeah. know, if you want, if you want your band to be truly great. And he is, I think, probably like the most charismatic frontman of any rock band. Yeah, not charismatic and like, oh, I like this guy. I want to go out to lunch with him. Like, have him meet my mom, my grandma, or whatever. But just like charismatic because he's he he like puts so much energy, and uh, he's just like so cool, and he's got moves like Jagger. Yeah. Yeah, he just like parades around and like yeah. shakes his tiny hips. And right, like he just seems like the most confident man in the world when you see him like strutting around on the stage. Yeah, even as like an eighty-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is something just like thinking about the strutting around. That's that's so interesting about him and them too. Uh, uh, and I think it gets back to like the not doofus thing, but they just, um, there is, there is something like kind of transgressive there. Maybe not as like openly. So as like Freddie Mercury or something, but I mean, obviously like I'm, I'm into that, that too. Yeah. Uh, there's like this punk energy of just like being in your face. Like, yeah. But the way he kind of like shoves his face forward and like sticks out his hand and like right it's not always a, like I guess, his like head a, around it's not always like a purely masculine thing either i think is like kind of cool his falsetto is so legendary he's they've got so many great disco songs and dance songs yeah i think and country songs and country and songs i think they've been meaningful to like a lot of different artists and a lot of different genres um, and it, yeah, just like a testament to like his his um, his ambition as a vocalist. Yeah. Um, but sorry, we're we're doing the Jeff Buckley Willie Nelson. Do you didn't say where Willie was? I, oh, I didn't. No, I want to um, know where Willie. What is. did you you said he ninety five? Your... Okay, he's a fifty four. Wow, look at Willie. Just two spots under Mick Jagger. Look at Willie. All right. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, well, you know, we could, like, 
you could just talk about this for days because there's so much to unpack here, but I, I don't think we're going to do that. I feel like we've spent just <laughs> enough time on it, you know? Yeah. Like, like Rolling Stone like presented us, they threw down the glove, you know, the gauntlet. Um, they, they challenged us, you know, here. They were like, uh, you, you must talk about this, right? Look, look, like, there's and here no, we are. We, we didn't even, we didn't even Took put the, the beebs on there. Uh, and yeah, we, 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 we swallowed <laughs> the bait. Uh, and we, you know, we sort of like uh, swished it around a little bit. And now we're, we got to spit it out, you know, like, yeah, we, we, we will talk about these singers. We will certainly talk about singing. Uh, but yeah, like all this, all these numbers and ranking and stuff, man, it's just not. It's not it's not rock, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. I just think I yeah, again, I just have a problem with the whole project in general. I just think it's impossible to rank these people when they're doing completely different things. <laughs> um, but I do think that like the greatest singers of all time, like the people on the top ten list, I think it's those ones I agree with for the most part. Um I think I think uh, it's hard to say if most people would agree with that but <laughs> i think a lot of people would it's like you know when people have all the elements that we're talking about yeah i did um, see um like i, I just see. like googled rolling stone greatest singers and one of the top articles was like gene simmons has a bone to pick with the <laughs> singers list and it's like yeah no one in your fucking band is on it uh so like i guess like that is a problem for you and your stupid fans um but yeah yeah he's probably also like what what the f- what the fuck is uh, uh who who do you who do you have a problem with i don't know what the fuck uh, <laughs> i just saw the name brandy he'd probably be like oh brandy yeah brandy uh, who's that yeah i don't know who that is uh. <laughs> The goal is to not become Gene Simmons, you know? I mean, it might happen in real time. If we do this podcast for, like, ten years, I'll just be like, I don't know who that is. Oh! But yeah, this this list has just gotten me thinking more about, like, what makes a great singer. And then there's so many elements that go into that. And I think, like, having a, a great voice... And, like, being gifted and having that God-given talent is is one thing. That God amounts gave it to, to you. Yeah, that, um, yeah God. Um, that amounts to a lot. But personally, for me, it's... I think it's more about, like, what you do with your voice and, like, having your own style. Mm-hmm. Putting your, your heart and soul into your yeah. singing. I mean, I think I've demonstrated uh, pretty definitively on this episode that I don't really know anything about music or singing. Uh, it's all about like the effect for me. It, it it really is like as a listener, like what what it makes me feel. Does it move me? Um, yeah, that's the whole point of it, right? That's to me. It, ah, God, I mean, that's the point of any artistic endeavor. I feel like right. Uh, it's 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 to make some kind of connection um at the very least um and i think a lot of the singers we talked about my favorite singers a lot of the singers and so all the singers in the top 10 most of the singers in the top 20 i think they do that um 
with panache and they're they're celebrated with good reason it's hard to do i mean especially to do it like in a way that's like original um to do it consistently to do it like over the span of years over the course of albums uh i, I don't take it lightly um because and obviously like i i can't do it at all um so like you know singers are cool singing is great uh <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything else you need to say? (laughs) I think you just summed it up beautifully. All right, then. (laughs) All right. Well, with with that, I guess we'll leave you with the beautiful vocals of somebody that we haven't Uh, chosen yet. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to be like of Celine Dion. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. It's on. Have a good night, everybody. Every night in my dreams, I see you, I feel you. There's hell. <laughs> go. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Between us, 